Hello, everybody. Welcome to Vicariance. This is the podcast where we teach you stuff you won't find in your biology textbooks. My name is Katie. I'm from America. I'm Mitchell. I'm from Australia. And I'm Sophie, and I'm from Canada. All right. So today we've got a couple different things to talk about, including octopi and a very seasonal topic concerning Santa and his sleigh. But uh, before we get to that, uh, what are you guys up to? Like, what's been going on in your lives and stuff? Anything exciting? Uh, I was on broadcast radio yesterday. Real radio? Real radio. What did you broadcast about? It was community radio. Um, I was on Fuzzy Logic, the science show on 2XX Radio in Canberra here, talking about 3D printing. Ooh. Yeah. Did you get to 3D print something? No. Um, we on didn't the get radio? To, oh, no. Unfortunately not. We didn't get to 3D print a radio. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, that's, that's next season, right? Next season, yeah. We'll 3D print radios and send them out to everybody so they can listen. <laughs> yeah. No. Talking about 3D printing and cool applications for it with a guy from the UK who is working on... He's a, in a research team that's 3D printing with stem cells. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. That's amazing. It's that's... pretty cool. They can, like, 3D print bones. I want 3D printed bones. Are they made out of, like, yeah. titanium? No, they're made out of... Well, they're made out of bone. No. Less exciting. So, but it's real, though. Yeah. Yeah. So does they... this mean I can get a third arm or new feet? Because I do need new feet. Um, I... Th- don't know. I think at the moment, well, at the moment they can only do, because they're using stem cells from hip surgery patients, that's the kind of stem cells that can only turn into bone or cartilage or fat tissue. I'll provide a link for the podcasted version of the radio show when it comes up on wherever we put this podcast. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's really, really cool. So they can't do muscles, so they couldn't 3D print you a new foot. But... Uh If you broke your arm really badly, they could take out all of your bones and put in a new bone. That's easy, right? Just take out all the bones? Yeah. Yeah. There's, so you don't. Yeah, Harry no, Potter like. Has a spell for like that. If, if Professor um, Lockhart accidentally yeah. magically removes all your arm bones, right. you, don't have yeah. to, you don't have to drink that awful Skelligro. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. See, these are the useful things yeah. that we need. Yeah. Better, better solutions to problems than exist in Harry Potter. That's what science is all about. <laughs> yes. The dream. All right. The dream. What have you been up to, Sophie? Well, um, I saw a pigeon yesterday. Whoa. It was Whoa. pretty great. Maybe better than Mitchell's story. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not arguing that right now. Yeah, it was white and brown. A pretty good pigeon. I know. Yeah. It didn't even run away from me. Oh. Was it a rock dove or some kind of Canadian wild pigeon? Oh. It was a rock dove. Probably yeah. closer to a domestic pigeon than an actual yeah, okay. rock dove, though. Well, yeah. But... As far as I know, as far as I know, rock doves are like like New York pigeons. Because we got one one time at work, and they were like, this is a rock dove. I was like, really? It looks like a pigeon. And they're like, yeah, it's the fancy name we give them so that people don't hate them. Yeah, they're actually the same, but... The, yeah. the city pigeons are descended from domesticated rock doves. So they're actually domestic doves that have reverted uh, so feral. to looking like the wild type. Yeah, they're feral domestic uh, okay. pigeons. Feral pigeons. Yeah. Interesting. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, is there an update on the budgie in the park? I have I not yet that. spotted the budgie in the park. I'm beginning to think I was lied to. Uh Hypothetically, there's a wild pigeon. I mean, a wild budgie who thinks he's a pigeon. Feral, I guess now. Mm, Feral budgies. What you got to do, because budgies are really, really social birds. They're flock birds. Mm -hmm. So if there's one budgie in the park, then it's really sad and lonely. So what you should do is go buy a whole heap of budgies and then release them into the park. So then you've got a flock of budgies in the park. I don't see where this plan can go badly. Or I dress up like a budgie, go to the park, and catch the budgie. Mm, maybe. But then I might end up with no budgies. Yeah. But you'll get to improve lots of people's days 
by giving them a story to tell when they get home. Until... What did you do today? I saw a giant okay. crazy lady dressed up as a budgie in the park. <laughs> okay, so here's the plan. You dress up as a budgie, and you get a bunch of budgies to sit on your arms while you walk into the park. But you put the little budgies on little leashes and attach them to your arms so that you walk into the park with all the budgies, and they can't fly away. I feel like they would get tangled up really, really quickly. Mm, it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> I think you mean a risk that I'm willing to have to take, because you're not the one who's well, I... potentially freeing yeah. all these leashed budgies into a park. But then I can pet the ones that stick around, right? Do you know how many falcons we have in the city? <laughs> well, you're making the falcons happy, so it's a win-win. <laughs> That's true. Either you get a bunch of budgies or you've pleased a bunch of falcons. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, this has taken a macabre turn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do we have any questions? We do. Okay, our first question is, how do octopus poop? (laughs) That's our first question. At the ends of their tentacles, surely. That would be the most fun. Right out of their mouths. Well, (laughs) yes, directly through the beaks. Or out... Yeah, at the ends of their tentacles. It's where it comes out of the suction cups, really. That's, Ooh, that's oh, bad. is that why they're sticky? Oh, yeah, that's, that's why they're slimy. You caught it. just it. oozes oh. out. That's the reason. Yeah. That's really Absolutely. gross. No, no, no. No, but why do, why do octopuses poop? I don't, I don't know this. So an octopus eats things in its, in its beak, and then it has this whole digestive tract that goes all the way. Where does its beak live? Because when you look at an octopus... You don't, yeah, you don't think it, beak. It's, it's a true. blobby thing with uh, with some dangly yeah. bits. Right? You see, you hear so beak you go, and you think bird. Yeah. yeah. So you go, you find the dangly bits. Yeah. Yep. And you go up to where all the dangly bits meet, and that is where the beak lives. It's terrifying. Yeah, octopi, they look super cute until they open their tentacles. Arms, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's this horrifying Cthulhu beak deep inside. Yeah. Does it does it so, look like a does it look like a parrot's beak or a sparrow's beak or a or a pelican does. a pelican's beak? Uh, it looks a lot like a little parrot beak, at least the ones I've seen. Little being not quite the right word. Relative, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair, my most recent mental image is that of a small squid, which does look like an adorable little parakeet beak. It's true. They're very tiny. But yeah. But yeah, octopi can have very large beaks, and even squid as well have giant beaks. Those are scary. But anyway, yep. just like so they any eat through the beak. <laughs> yes, they yep. eat through so the beak. So they eat through the beak, and then then it goes <laughs> up into their digestive tracts. Obviously. Mm. Uh, then it goes out through the siphon. Which is how they steal petrol from cars? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Octopi are notorious for stealing cars and their gasoline. <laughs> no, yeah, just, just, the gasoline. just the petrol. Yeah. They don't yeah. need the That's why there's car. so many of them in the movie Mad Max. Yeah. <sighs> like, yeah. See, Does I'm, it make I'm, sense I'm, now? I, I, haven't seen, I've, I haven't seen any of the um, original Mad Max movies. I do oh, have... it's, it's all cephalopods. <laughs> <laughs> I, do have the orig- I do have the original... Trilogy that I downloaded from, I mean, I bought legally. Yes, yes. Um, supporting Australian film, yeah. <laughs> um, you mean, you, mean you live in Australia I'm... and they don't just, like, it's not, like, in every household, like, you have to own a certain, like, all the Mad Max movies? No, 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 that's, that's the castle. Wait, weren't you all in the Mad Max the movies? Since you're Australian? No. Yeah. No, um, no. Isn't that just, like, a documentary of Australian life? No, that's The Castle. The Castle is a movie? Yeah, The Castle is a famous, is an Australian movie. It's an iconic Australian movie. Are there lots of castles in Australia? Uh, no. There's actually no castle. There's no, well, yeah. Um, you know the saying, a man's house is his castle? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the movie is a metaphor. The movie is about a guy's house. Okay, which isn't a castle in Australia. Which isn't a castle. Oh, okay. But is in Australia. It is in Australia, yeah. Okay. Interesting. 
See, Australia, uh, Australia being a relatively young country, we don't actually have, you know, 12th century castles. Bizarre. You mean the convicts didn't just make castles? Indigenous Australians didn't have siege warfare. That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so an octopus siphon is not actually a way to steal gasoline or petrol or I don't even know what can what Canada calls it. We, gas. Gas. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, yeah. Something uh, right. But it's a li- but it's a liquid. No, anyway, uh, octopuses. Yes, um, octopus siphons. Which is sort of where they breathe out of. Sophie, would you agree that they're kind of like a cloaca? Um, what? Not really. Maybe. Not really? I mean, because they don't serve the purpose of pooping out of. That's fair. See, I, I thought they were like... I thought the siphon was how they do jet propulsion and breathe. Yes. Well, yes. That, I, I suppose that's where my idea that it's similar to a cloaca comes from. But Because a cloaca is known for just being the tube where everything falls out of uh, many birds. Or goes and in. other animals. Or goes in, that's true. It's kind of just a catch-all tube. It's the exhaust pipe. Yes. Yeah. Yuck. Hmm. Um... So yeah, but you're but you are right. Octopus use it for uh, jet propulsion and breathing. But they also poop out of it. They also poop out of it. Well, so the thing is, is that the it's not the actual siphon that they poop out of. Just it opens into the siphon. So while the siphon uh, is doing what it normally does, it also when they flush out water, it's also any. Poop. Just catching everything yeah. that's nearby. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So it's See? so. Yeah. It, okay. So it's like if you vomited up a tiny little poop every time you exhaled. Yeah. It's sort of like if you were breathing out. And poop came out. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You're welcome. It's yeah. It would be like it would be like if uh, if you had like a runny nose and then you breathed out your mouth and all the boogers came out your mouth. That's. Awful. They were just waiting there. <laughs> or if yeah. you just breathe, or if you just had a runny nose and you breathed out your nose, and all the boogers just—it's like having a runny nose, except, except poop. Except yeah, except it's poop in your nose. So I think yeah. we can all agree that it's great that we're not cephalopods. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is very true. We can all be grateful for that. I mean, some things might be worth it, but yeah. Runny poop noses. Yuck. So, so I think that wraps up uh, the octopus poop. <laughs> and I think we've got a title for this episode as well. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. So uh, the, our next uh, our next topic to discuss would be who should pull Santa's sleigh, because you know. Christmas is coming. I I don't even know. It's not even snowing in Australia. Does Santa come to Australia? Yeah. Does um, it get hot? It it's it's summer here. Santa, see, it's great because there's um, you know how okay. So you have the instead of the Easter bunny because uh-huh. rabbits are introduced pests. Right. Oh, so that would be like us having an Easter rat or something. Yeah, we had rats. It'd be first, more though. like having an Easter. See, I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of the worst invasive species in North America. Red-eared sliders. Easter lionfish. The Easter white person. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I can't argue. I can't argue. It's true. Oh, we we have the, the Easter we have the Easter bilby. Uh, <laughs> That's adorable. So, That's adorable. Yeah. And we have little chocolate. We still have the Easter bunny. There's still heaps of chocolate rabbits. Yeah. And there's probably more chocolate rabbits than there are chocolate bilbies. But there are chocolate bilbies as well, if you are a discerning conservationist. Uh, oh, um, I am. Are bilbies yeah. as common in Australia as rabbits are here? Like, could you walk down the street and see a bilby? Oh, definitely not. Okay. Very oh. definitely not. They're very much arid zone animals, and they are nocturnal as well. They're also really endangered i don't know how endangered but 
they're not doing well. Yeah, that's. I remember hearing they're they're very endangered. Um. Anyway, so back to Santa. Anyway, uh. So in in Does Australia, just... in Australia, Santa wears a, a singlet, a red singlet, and his sleigh is pulled by six white boomers, what? Uh, kangaroos. Okay. Big, like, what? Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that wow. is about as yeah. bad of an idea as reindeer, though. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so he just like switches over. Yeah, the need to switch over to the southern hemisphere. I understand. It's not just for the Australian continent, though, because you don't. Yeah. You don't hear about the six white boomers in South America or in Africa. That's true. No. I think I th- I do think he's he uh, does take cult, like local culture into uh, consideration because I do know that other countries as well have uh, Santa comes in different ways. So. I mean, yeah. it probably helps, because, like, in other countries, I know he'll come on different days, so it probably just, like, helps him with the load. It's not all really? on one night. Really? But, like, yeah. he picks... So far, he seems to be picking large terrestrial land animals. Yeah. Yeah. Un, that are unwieldy in the air. Kangaroos are a bad idea to be pulling terrestrial sleds, let alone flying sleds. Yeah. I, sleds. yeah. I was going to say... Kangaroos kind of go up and down a lot, which doesn't seem like conducive to a smooth ride and not yeah. dropping all your toys off the back of your sleigh. Yeah, you kind of have to have them all jump at the same time for them not, not all to like destroy each other as well. Right? Um, mm. Yeah. So, so if we were to like have a chance to talk to him and, and suggest a new animal that we think might be better, do you guys have any ideas for like what would be a better animal for him? Well, it's got to be a migratory bird, right? That's what I was thinking. Birds are definitely the way he should go. Well, yeah. Uh, you know, like, the other thing is is that his sleigh has to run on the ground also. Yeah, yeah you have a good point. They have to be good landers because they got to land on all those rooftops. And they got to mm. be able to walk on land. And, like, a lot of, like, perching birds, they do that hopping thing instead Ooh. of running. That's just as bad as a kangaroo, right? See, I was I was thinking, why does Santa have to be able to go around on land, though? Because from what I know of Santa, he lands on rooftops, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't get much of a runway on the top of a building. Do you have a good point? So I was, I was imagining more of a yeah. James and the Giant Peach kind of scenario. Oh. So a cloud uh. of seagulls. Do away with the sled and have a basket. Have a have a like a hot air balloon kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, with birds on top. Because there aren't too many building-sized peaches. But, um, but I will, <laughs> a hot air balloon moves slowly, though. I mean, even but, with a lot well, of seagulls. It's 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 similar to a hot air balloon, but it's not a hot air balloon. It's like if a hot air balloon and a helicopter had a baby, but instead of propellers, you've got birds. However many birds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And you definitely need a bird that flies in flocks. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise they'd yeah, be beating each other true. up all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't be so you, good. You, you couldn't have, like, eagles. Yeah. Because that would look incredible. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. It would not be good for the... It would not be good for the animals. What about... Would, would an albatross work? They're really good at flying, right? And that would look really cool. I don't know, but they're really, really bad at landings. Have you ever oh. seen those videos? Oh, <laughs> they that do is a good front point. Flips. We, should, we should post one of those because uh, yeah, you got to see those to believe it. You're right. Look, yeah, oh we'll God. we'll put one in the show notes too. Albatross, cause... albatross aren't good flappers yeah. either. Like oh. you got to have a lot of you got to have a lot of power to be able to pull enough presence for the entire planet. Yeah. It's true. So really, this question is, who is the buffest bird? Really? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, swans are pretty buff. Yeah. But I, oh, but that would be scary. I don't want Santa (laughs) to have to fight a bunch of swans every time he has to get in his sleigh. Unless white swans, though. Well, he doesn't have to fight the reindeer. He's built a rapport with them, I'm sure. Domesticated swans? I just feel like swans wouldn't want to do good in the world, though. Like, (laughs) like Santa's like, all right, come on. 
we're going to go deliver these presents, and they would just be awful. Like, okay. they wouldn't take off. I'm pretty sure reindeer don't want to do good either. What about princesses that have been turned into swans then? Ah. Well, that's different. Yeah, that is that is very different. What's that? The swan princess? Yeah. Yeah. What, what are those geese that fly over the Himalayas all the time? I'm not actually sure. I think sure. they would be... They would be pretty buff. I don't there's, know. There's, there's a goose that migrates over the top of the snow, Himalayas. Snow goose? Um, no, those are North American. All I can think of are nanes right now, and that's definitely not it. <laughs> Maybe if we, like, bred several species of birds together. Yeah. So what I'm thinking. So good-natured, cold, hardy. Bar-headed geese. I googled mm. it. Apparently they do it without oxygen tanks as well, says what? Um, says Google results. Well, that's very useful. <laughs> that's incredible. For someone who's going to be flying around all night. Does Santa have oxygen tanks, though? Does he? I'm well, assuming. he's got a lot of he room in that sleigh. I guess he doesn't want altitude that much if he's having to stop yeah. down on houses that's all the time. True. But he might have to cross the Himalayas. Like yeah, I don't. I don't see him crossing the Himalayas at all. I think he Just can avoid that. Go around. There are people that live yeah. in the Himalayas. Yeah, though. I was gonna say. I. I mean, I agree. But I think he can probably find a way where he doesn't have to go over the peak because I highly doubt there are people who live on the peak. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Have you seen? Have you seen Twenty Twelve? There's a temple up there. That's Is true. there? Oh. It's mm-hmm. it twenty. Yeah, but it's Twenty Twelve. It's not the most based in reality movie out there. Well, he can stop there and fuel up with some oxygen. <laughs> I was going to say, what about this? He has different teams of different birds. I, I like this idea. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, I mean, he obviously is already doing that since he's got the kangaroos for Australia yeah. and the reindeer for as much as I know of the world. Yeah. I know he's got other stuff <laughs> other places. So, are you implying that Australia is not... Part of the world? No. No, I am implying that as an American, I don't have a big uh, knowledge of other cultures. Okay. So. That's just the way that you said it. He has kangaroos we... for Australia and then reindeer for the world. <laughs> for the, I said for the rest of the world that I'm aware okay. of. <laughs> okay. I did, I, don't, I did not hear that critical the rest of part. In all of my uh, outside of college schooling, we spent approximately one month learning about South America. That was it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair... I wish I was joking. From a biological standpoint, Australia might as well be another planet. Yeah, yeah. but biogeography is fun. Right? So, okay, mm. so if... So if Santa's gonna be switching his teams, then... I think he needs a team for lifting the sleigh, or the basket, Santa's basket. Like some really buff birds to get it into the air, and then there's okay. a separate team that does the forward motion. So they do like a switch off. Oh yeah. no, you just have You just have some that stay there. Or they are they like waiting in the sleigh with him, like watching. No 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 okay. no. You you have a multiple species flock. Mmm. Uh... Didn't even think of that. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and then you have like a whole story, a, a whole song, a whole carol Just about listing all the, the birds. different, all the different birds in Santa's flock. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then they can all take turns too, like so, so. Just like when geese migrate and they do that V pattern. Yeah. Like some of them can take breaks because I mean the birds can't go forever, so that way some of them can kind of lay back while the other ones take the front. That's it. And we can have a heartwarming story about the oil bird who was picked by Santa to lead them through the fog <laughs> because they echolocate. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. See, oh, I, my gosh. I, see, I heard oil bird and assumed something very, very different <laughs> about lo- luminosity. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to be the, a sad story yeah. about no. the Gulf of Mexico or something. E- e- echolocating birds? Yeah, they live in, like, very dark caves. They're, like, nocturnal. That's mad. See, I was going to say, like, because a lot of birds use magnetic fields to migrate. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of them can kind of help out. I mean, I'm not not knocking the echolocating bird. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. 
that'd be good for getting around skyscrapers and stuff. Right? In, in yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Magnetic stuff is not going to help you with that. They're just yeah. going to know, like, the general direction. Mm. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's I pretty like cool. I like it. So. I'm going to draw this. <laughs> yeah. So you draw it up. We'll send it to Santa. We'll, we'll let him know. We'll back. The most efficient. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. already does it. Maybe he lets people think that he, he has reindeer yeah. and kangaroo. <laughs> that's that way that's they, his That secret. way they don't know what to look for. Yeah. Obviously. That's how he does it. I know I've definitely put out carrots for Santa's reindeer, though, and have had bites taken out of the carrots. It's true. I've done the same. Me too. But I'm sure we could find yeah. a bird who likes carrots. Yeah. And I'm sure Santa gets tired of the cookies after a while, too. Yeah, maybe he likes carrots. Yeah, that's true. Um, so we should definitely put out some giant bird feeders. Yeah. Um, yeah. Christmas so next Eve time spread some seed around. Yeah. yeah. Some bird baths. Or like yeah. whatever geese eat. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Sounds good. Yes. Yeah, we'll send that off to Santa. See what happens. Um, speaking of Santa. Uh-huh. Do you know what yeah. Santa's? Do you know what Santa's wife's name is? Because everybody knows that it's Mister and Missus Claus, yep. and, okay. and Santa's first name is Santa, right? Yeah. But everybody just refers to his wife as Missus Claus. No, his name is Chris Kringle. I thought that was his nickname. I thought that was his dad. I thought he was Nicholas. No, he's Chris Kringle. And I okay, I was this was on TV last night, so I think I got this question: Is it Gretchen? Because that's what that show said. Oh. What show was that? Uh, not a good one. Oh, okay. I didn't like it. It was like, I don't know, one I had never seen before, so I didn't like it. Okay. Um, I was under the impression that Santa's wife's first name was Carol. Oh. Mm. Oh, I, and, yeah, I have heard and that. That's why, and that's why the songs are that. <laughs> I've never met her, though, so I don't know. Yeah. Aren't you, you're very close to, oh, I guess he's in, is he in the Arctic or the Antarctic? He's in the Arctic. Are you sure? He's, he's in at, the Arctic at the North he lives, Pole. He lives at the North Pole. Oh, yeah, Pole. you're right. <laughs> right? <laughs> so much, there's much less snow up there now. There's no penguins in Santa's workshop. That's how you can tell. I'm pretty sure there yeah. have been a couple movies where there are penguins in Santa's workshop. Yeah, but... Well, they just went up to visit. Okay. Mo- movie producers and biogeographers... Usually not a huge amount of overlap there. Do you think he moves when the poles switch? Because the poles switch occasionally. Yeah. Do you think when the North Pole switches to the South, he'll move to the South? Well, I was I'm, I was about to say I'm assuming he's going to have to move soon because all the Arctic sea ice is going to melt. That's true. The first yeah. he's going to have to pack up and move the first year that. All of the summer, all of the summer, Arctic sea ice melts. Yep. Um, yeah, I global agree. warming is detrimental to Christmas. It is. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why more people don't talk about this. Right. It's true. No one wants Santa yeah. at the North at the South Pole because no, it'll take him way longer to get to everywhere except Australia. Yeah. And all of your presents are gonna smell like penguin poop. I'm sorry, yeah. but that's it's not true. a thing that you want. And fish. Well, penguins penguins don't live anywhere near the South Pole because they all live on the coast. But will Santa really want to live like at the pole? He'll want to be like at the coast as well. I'm pretty sure he's legally obliged to live right on the pole. Okay. Yeah. How else do they find him to give him mail? Fair. I always assumed the North Pole was like on top of his house. Yep. You know how you have the plenty bit with the weather vane on it? I thought it was like his mm. sign where his address was. I thought it was just a thing in his yard. Like at the end of his driveway. Uh, we'll have to go there and see it. Yeah. And then, yeah. See, All right. I, I, never, I never really thought of Santa as having a yard. Because <laughs> why would you want to go outside? A snow yard. Well, <laughs> you still have to, like, have a bird bath or something out there. Obviously, what, you've never for, been to for Canada. For what birds? For the birds that fly his sleigh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, duh. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh... Do we want to move on to the next part? Yeah, sure. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. And then you hear it. It's the mystery sound. 
You're wandering through the temperate rainforests of eastern Australia, and you hear a bird. Great. Uh, mm. Because everybody likes birds. And I'll give you another hint. It's not a kookaburra. Oh, man, that's the only Damn one it. I know. That's, yeah. Yeah, that was my guess. Okay, you ready? Okay, let's hear I'm it. I'm ready. thing goes for five minutes so that's 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 one minute of bird um and it is and it is one bird okay i have an idea you have an idea is it i yeah i have an idea i feel like i'm gonna get the name wrong but i feel like i can see it in my head which doesn't mm-hmm. help uh is it a liar bird yeah it's a liar bird perfect i was gonna guess that too <laughs> yeah. yeah oh nice it's the superb lyrebird. Wow. Oh, ho, ho. The scientific name for it is Manura novohollandii. Amazing. Yeah, I've see, I have seen those because people will post YouTube videos of them, uh, especially, like, around construction sites and whatever. Yeah. Because they'll, like, pick up all the noises. And it's all the cool. noises. Um, famously, oh. famously in a David, a David Attenborough documentary. Yeah, that's where, where I saw got it. Where it's doing like camera shutter sounds and yeah. chainsaws. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've heard him do cell phone noises too. Yeah. I haven't heard them in the wild. I saw one run across a road once. Whoa. They're pretty cool birds. What a blessed experience. They're also the largest passerine bird. No way. Yeah. I didn't know that. Me either. All right, we should we'll put another video of that in the uh, in the show notes. In the show notes, those, those are super cool. Yeah. Perfect. Also, what's a passerine bird for those for those people that don't Passer- know? Well, a passerine bird is a Sophie. perching bird, which means their feet have been specialized for um, grasping branches as opposed to uh, hunting prey or swimming or some other thing. Generally, they're most commonly, people know them yeah. as songbirds. So those small songbirds that hang around all the time. Oh. Yeah. So the, they're, the, they're the ones that have all four toes on the ground and three pointing forwards and one pointing Generally, backwards. Generally, yes. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, I was going to say, because I feel like that term could also be applied to parrots, which are clearly not passerines. Those are citizens. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I think I said that right. But they have uh, yeah, yeah. two toes pointing forward and two toes pointing back. Yes. Pointing back. Yeah. yeah. And in a very particular formation as well. Yeah. More than, apparently, according to Google, more than half of all bird species are passerine There's birds. There's millions of them. I believe it. Yeah. Sophie has yeah. counted them. I have counted every herself. single one. Every single yeah. bird or every single species? Every single bird. Wow. Every bird. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she's good. How long? It took you a while. Yeah, it must yeah. have taken you a while. I'm I'm yeah. double checking now. Don't ever question. Don't ever question Sophie's devotion to birds. <laughs> mm. Birds are pretty cool. Okay, do you have a do you have something that you want to yeah, talk about? Yeah, actually. Sophie? Well, I noticed that. Is it a bird? Actually, no. I know. What? I've now that I've counted every single bird, I've decided to branch uh... out a bit. Branch out. Branch out. That, okay. was, that was a bird joke. That was a bird joke. Whoa. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even catch it. Well, this animal has nothing to do with branches. Um, and I noticed that everyone seems pretty obsessed with a certain American president. Was he a president? And now he sings songs well, on we'll Broadway. Well, we'll see. Oh, ho, ho. <laughs> uh, he was uh, Roosevelt? No. <laughs> is Roosevelt? I wish. Is oh, Roosevelt my God. In the Hamilton musical? <laughs> Roosevelt the musical. <laughs> Can we make it a thing? I think they should all have musicals. But which one? 
Uh, anyways, uh, Hamilton. Yes. So what I was Hamilton going musical for is is what Sophie's talking about, and he was not uh, president. I feel like I gotta double check this. He was a founding father, but he was not a president. Okay. Yeah, as as an Australian. Yeah, you don't care. I have no idea who Hamilton is. Me either, is. and I'm like probably an hour's drive away from America. Yeah. yeah, he was. He he was. He lived before Australia was even a colony. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how old your country is. Yeah. Uh, it's over 200 years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all I really know. Um, okay. He was not a president. He was. Oh, he. No, he was not. Okay. He was not a president. I was pretty sure he wasn't, but uh, you know what? Yeah. You have a lot of presidents. We, I totally don't blame you, and a lot of them have weird names. <laughs> yes. So. Anyways, I'm not going to get into him because I because know that half the internet is blowing up about it. should him. go see the musical. So That's what they should do. Yeah. Anyway, what I'm talking about... As long about, as they can get to New York City. Yes. Anyways. What I'm talking about is Hamilton's frog, um, oh. who's not actually... <laughs> Just his, his He's his actually pepper. not named after the American Hamilton. But um, I thought the segue oh. was going to work very well, um, minus like all it. of the distractions. <laughs> but, but we completely <laughs> yeah. derailed yeah, it. Sorry. In my yeah. head, it worked really well. Um, so Hamilton's <laughs> frog is actually from New Zealand, um, and oh. until recently, of course, it was listed as endangered on the IUCN red list, which, for those of you keeping score at home is oh, the no. list of every animal that is endangered, vulnerable, or extinct, and everything in between. Yeah, threatened. Yeah. But, so, it, its entire population is on a single rocky stretch of Stevens Island in New Zealand. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, right? You're in Australia. You know <laughs> all of the New Zealanders, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, not at all. I'm pretty sure there's no one who lives on Stevens Island named Stephen. <laughs> New Zealand, New Zealand is Australia's Canada. Probably. Oh, you say that like an insult. Except we got, Katie. we got, <laughs> we got. I just mean that nobody pays attention to wow, it. Wow, I'm. Yeah, cry. we've 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 got a bit of water between um between we us and New Zealand. Though. We're just trying really hard to expand them into a yeah. full channel so we don't have to talk to the Americans anymore. I don't blame yeah. you. But anyway, um, <laughs> Stephen and his anyway, island. Can I can I just say one can I just say one more thing about Australia yeah, versus sure. New Zealand? Ugh. If you if you're in New Zealand, you refer to Australia as the West Island. <laughs> but Australians in New Zealand refer to Australia as the mainland, <laughs> and oh then get Oh my punched. god, that's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Okay. So Hamilton, so Hamilton's frog, Steve, Hamilton's frog not named for the singing and dancing founding father, uh, <laughs> has recently been downlisted from endangered to vulnerable, which is a good thing. Uh, that means that it's less hey! endangered than it was. But you the entire go, Hamilton's frog. The entire population is on a single rocky stretch of Stevens Island, like like one Dang. tiny. There's 300. There used to be 300 individuals. And they recently created a new population on another island. And it appears that That's the numbers awesome. are increasing. That's so good. Now, That's awesome. The, thing, the reason so... it almost went extinct, um, or was endangered on its way there, was because of the introduced rats. Because previously, they'd only been yep. eaten by tuataras, which is a whole other amazing animal. But we're not going to go there yet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay, so, See, so once again, um, uh, uh, introduced uh, invasive species ruin the day. All the time. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Um, yeah, that's the main way that New Zealand does its animal conservation as well, is by taking these endangered animals and putting them on offshore islands. Amazing. It's a good idea. I feel like they have a lot of yeah. those islands. Yeah. So. Yeah. So is there is there anything like uh, like was other than just moving them to different islands? Is there anything that like uh, we can do to help them out, or anything even at home to like help out frogs or something? Do you know of? Um, <laughs> no, I didn't really didn't really check in on that one. That's fine. No, that's if fine. If you guys know totally anything fine. about how to help frogs, 
Uh, yeah, uh, so to help frogs in uh, your backyard, you can do stuff like uh, be really careful with um, especially chemicals that you put in your yard or on your even in your driveway or something like that. Uh, or down your drains. Yeah, down your drains because amphibians are really, really susceptible to that kind of stuff. So if, even if it's not very much, uh, if it's in the water, it can make them really, really sick. So uh, doing that kind of thing... Um, and then, like, uh, they live and breed, obviously, in uh, standing water. So, like, they put their little tadpoles in it. So if you want to have frogs around to help eat all the bugs and stuff, uh, if you have a pond or something where they can breed, that's also really helpful. I know uh, a lot of... Helping make those habitats. Yeah. I know a lot of places, a lot of landscaping or real estate uh, owners will often get rid of standing water because of the danger of flooding. Um, so if... Yeah, or mosquitoes have the option not to, definitely find a different solution than that. Although, fun yeah, fact... that's true. That's probably not a good suggestion. Yep. Hamilton's frog doesn't actually have tadpoles. They emerge as tiny what? froglets, and the dads take care of them. What? Amazing. They keep the eggs like, on their back. Like, as in... Uh, ah, awesome. I know. That's super cute. Oh, my gosh. Adorable. All right, well... Yeah, so don't keep standing. I, I, I take back my statement. Don't keep standing water because I forgot about mosquitoes. Uh, yeah. What they need are like ponds with like, just like uh, a bit I guess of... standing water wasn't what I meant. Like a, yeah, like a pond or yeah. um, as if you put like a bubbler or something in it to keep the surface moving. Yep. That's totally fine. I mean like, and your frogs, yeah. if you yeah. create an area for frogs that also is a breeding zone for uh, mosquitoes, frogs eat mosquito larvae. And so That's do true, fish. Yeah. So create yeah. a full yeah. ecosystem and you won't have as much problem with your mosquitoes. Yep. Yeah, don't keep puddles. Keep yep. whole ponds. Yep. Just convert your whole area into a pond. Get rid of your house. <laughs> um, grow some trees. Yes. Build a beaver yeah. lodge yeah. for you pond. to live in. And then move, move somewhere else and yeah. live at a different place. Yes. But, and yeah. then do Just the same thing people, again. Yeah. Just like Johnny yeah. Appleseed, but with ponds. <laughs> Who's Whoa. that? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I have heard of Johnny Appleseed before. Okay. I was just being the ignorant part. <laughs> Good. Um, that's okay. Okay. Um, but, so I think that's about it. I, I'll do the wrap-up stuff if you guys want. Didn't you have yeah, some cool facts, been... Mitchell? I had some oh yeah. I had some yeah, interesting. I had cool some facts. interesting topics. If we ran out of stuff to talk about, but I think okay. we did all right. Yeah, because we're at like um, I have like forty-seven minutes. We probably have like forty-five yeah. at least right now. Yep. That's okay. What I would guess. Yep. We can get um, to those next time. Yeah, but um, I can, I can, I can, I yeah. can say a cool say a thing. Cool yeah, thing. do a cool thing. Because it's it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I tried to research this last night to figure out how true it is, and I just came across a whole heap of people repeating the same thing. I got to the fourth page of Google results. You're dedicated. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? Um, So, apparently, and again, I can't find any information on how true this is, um, and I don't really know anybody that I can personally ask about it. But apparently, uh, Indigenous Australians, the one of the remedies for snake bites, is like. Because Australia has heaps and heaps of super venomous mm-hmm. snakes, mm-hmm. is if you get bitten by a snake, just lie down. Uh, and yeah, that, don't that get makes up. sense. Yeah. I mean, that sort of makes and sense. Wait, wait for a because couple of days. It'll... Wait, wait yeah. for a couple of days. And if you survive, well, it'll either work then, or it won't. Yeah. Well, the way that it moves around your body as well is not through the circulatory system. It's through your lymph system, right. which isn't actively pumped. It's passively pumped by muscular right. movement of yeah. your body. So nowadays when you get bitten by a snake, you get out your compression bandage and wrap it up or really wrap your limb where you were bitten really tightly and wait for help. Which is but essentially the same thing. Apparently, I just want to put that out there. You, you don't you, make a tourniquet. You do not make a tourniquet. Um, <laughs> if you're Australian, you, you will know... If you're Australian and you don't know how to make a pressure bandage, then you are... Not a good Australian? An absolute, an absolute oh. city slicker. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. 
Whoa, that is a really yeah. big Australian insult, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm also right? sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. It's got to be. Um, yeah, we, we have one species of poisonous uh, snake in Canada. Venomous snake in Canada. Yeah. Venomous snake, yeah. But I really like the idea that at some point, some Australian Aborigine got bit by a snake and just went, okay, I'm, I, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to lie down. <laughs> Yeah. And didn't and get was up. Fine. And then yeah. And then somebody found him and when was hey, where are you lying down? Oh, I thought I was gonna die, so I just lied down <laughs> for a while. And then it worked enough uh, times. Actually I And it worked enough times that it became a thing. Like my I feel I feel like that would that would resonate a lot with the youth That's on the true. internet today. It's like uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna lie down here for a while. I have a theory though. I don't I don't yeah. I have a you have a hypothesis? Yeah, I have a hypothesis about this because I was actually listening to this on uh, or something similar on a different podcast and um, they were talking about snake bites. And so when a snake bites you venom when it's venomous, uh, it doesn't always use its venom. Yep. So Yeah. That's so true as well. Most times, a uh, venomous snake bites. It's a dry bite, so you get bitten, yes, but mm -hmm. there's no venom. So, uh, it's thought that actually a lot of folk type remedies for snake bites that have seemingly been proven useful or that they work is really just luck because most of the time people aren't actually getting envenomed. Mm. They're just scared and freaked out, so they think they are. But really, they're fine, and no matter what they do, it'll be fine, as seen in yeah, that's lying interesting. down. So, yeah. obviously, we um, don't have any data, so I can't, like, go back and ask these aboriginals anything. Yeah, there, but. Is, there, yeah, is, there, is, there is one variation on the aboriginal one where you lie down under a tree, which is obvious, like, so you don't die of yep. exposure. Um, yeah. Dig a hole and put your leg in the hole and then bury it really tightly, which would work the same way as a compression yeah. bandage. We're, we're assuming that the leg is the one that was bitten, right? Like, not just yeah, that's not just bury saying. your leg. Well, you'd have to be Any pretty leg. dumb to get bitten on the face by a snake. Yeah, but it happens. I just I just lost everybody there. Uh, but yeah, second, yeah. Um, most, of, most of the time when you're wandering around... And you get bitten by a snake, it's because you didn't notice That's it was true. there yeah. until you stepped on it, That's true. and it will bite you. That's on why the rattlesnakes are a gift yeah. to humanity. Well, for rattling. I will say yeah. that at least in America, most snake bites happen on the hands, and it's because people—it's yeah—it's because people are dumb and pick them up, and then they get bit rather than usually when you walk past it, it just goes the other way because it doesn't want to. Right. Play with you actually i heard yeah. an interesting thing that there were there's selective pressure on american rattlesnakes to lose their rattle because so many rattlesnake oh. hunters go out oh yeah, and when yeah, they yeah. when they see a, when they hear a rattling rattlesnake they kill it and so it's the ones that don't yeah. rattle that are surviving so yeah that that's incredible we're losing our rattlesnake warning. roundups are actually a thing yep yeah, roundups That's are ridiculous. a horrible, horrible thing where people go and round up all of these rattlesnakes and a lot of times will sew their mouths shut. What? And it's just a really horrible thing where they go and kill Ooh. rattlesnakes. That's awful. It's so that's, awful. Yeah, that's pretty rotten. So that there is, there is a There is a pretty massive culture in Australia of, um, oh, look, a snake, kill it with a shovel. Yeah, yeah, here too. Um, but that's not going out and finding all the snakes Rounding you can and sewing their mouths yep. shut. Yeah. That's nasty. It's, yeah, it's bad. It's real. And it, I that's feel like that's inhumane. a lot more work than, like, I'm sorry, if you're just going to kill it, just kill yeah, it. Yeah, that's like, just that cruel. Point. Don't torture it. Yeah. Um, anyways, that might be a topic for another day. <laughs> but a very sad day. Yes, I'm glad we ended on this very, very sad, sad note. Day. What a sad note, yeah. Very, very positive we can note. We can cut that. <laughs> the sad part. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, yeah. don't uh, listeners at home, don't, don't do, that do that to any animals. Just it's think about Hamilton's idea. frog instead. And Hamilton. And yeah. Hamilton. Maybe Hamilton's frog will make a guest appearance Maybe in Hamilton yeah. the musical. You'll only know if you go and watch. <laughs> you will. Are we getting are we getting paid for these endorsements? <laughs> 
I was, I was, I was thinking that you were going to say the Hamilton's frog might make an appearance oh, on this podcast, and then you were going to ask me to go to better. New Zealand Can and find a frog. Yeah, find do that. It's like no. How far is New Zealand? And then we'll go to Hamilton. Not, not, not that far. Right? Um, it's, it's a plane no. ride, not walk? a boat ride. Oh. Take a swim. No. Yeah. No. Um, so there's an enormous current that goes okay. down there between Australia and New Zealand. Oh, the um, EAC. <laughs> yeah, the EAC. Um, but just... Of course. <laughs> Is it full of turtles? Okay, I'm sorry, there I'm sorry. are <clears throat> There are people that... Well, I, I know there has been people that have kayaked from Australia to New Zealand, but everybody else besides those people generally think, generally kind of think that those people oh, are crazy. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah, that's not a thing that people do. Okay. Well, speaking of Sophie asking if Hamilton is sponsoring us, uh, <laughs> we don't currently have any sponsors. Uh, so if anyone, uh, if you guys like the podcast and you want to help support us, uh, we have a Patreon. We have a PayPal. I don't know. We have one let's, of these. Let's things. let's start off yep. with a PayPal. Yeah. Um, and see how we yeah, go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Web hosting. Web hosting isn't free. Yeah. Um, so we have a PayPal. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you need to have proven that you have done stuff to get a Patreon. You need to. That's true. Um, or yeah. something. All right. So I can. I'll, let me redo that and just say PayPal, so you don't have to edit it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of uh, Sophie asking if Hamilton is sponsoring us, uh, we do not actually have any sponsors. Uh, we are sponsored by you. So if you like what you hear, uh, we have a PayPal. We'll have a link to it in the show notes so you guys can go there. Uh, anything helps. Web hosting isn't free. It does take our time to do this as much as we enjoy it. But uh, yeah, let us know if you like it, if what you want to hear in the future, if you have any questions. And drop us a couple bucks. Yeah, and if, if if you do have questions, you can email them to the podcast at gmail dot com. Perfect. Yeah, we love questions. Yeah, and there is no we weird do. questions. We'll take literally everything. <laughs> well, I don't know okay, about that. okay, maybe not literally everything, but we will still take ridiculous questions if you truly have a need to know. Yeah, nothing, nothing too explicit or personal. <laughs> yeah. There are some things or we can't explicitly help explicitly personal. With. We're very good at helping with uh, yeah. nature-related things. Um, probably less helpful on human interaction. However, we will give it our best. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you have, if and if you're asking a question that is obviously biology homework, then we will answer it in the least <laughs> helpful way possible. Or very wrong. But, but you will get an answer. <laughs> but you won't be able to use <laughs> no. it. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's it. Um, yeah. yeah. It's been fun. Well, time for us I'll to go to bed and weeks. time for Mitchell to start his day. His fresh Australian yeah. well, day. Well, not start oh. because it's, yeah, it's almost the middle of the day here. Mm. But anyway, a crayfish, a crawdad, and a yabby walk into a bar. <laughs>